Glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. Welcome, welcome to the Global School of Wisdom this Wednesday evening. Glory to God, the first in the new year. Glory to God. We wish everyone a happy new year. I trust that God has been good to us so far. And we know that it's been a very great and promising year. The best is yet to come. Glory to Jesus. We glorify his name. We glorify his name. Once again, you are all welcome on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook this Wednesday evening at our midweek teaching service, Global School of Wisdom, Global School of Wisdom. The new year has started and it's very promising for everyone. We are looking forward to great things that the Lord is going to do. So you are all welcome, God bless you. Mama B, you are welcome, God bless you. A great job that you're doing, more grace to you for this new year. Hallelujah, may your harvest come. We speed swiftly in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God bless you, Pastor Johnson. God bless you for joining us. Greater grace, greater grace, greater grace. God bless you, Pastor Johnson. You're welcome. Abena Echama, you are welcome. God richly bless you for joining us this evening. God richly bless you. Hallelujah. Bianca, you are blessed. The Lord bless you for joining us this evening. God richly bless you. So as usual, I'd like to encourage everyone to start sharing, start sharing. We've resumed. Glory to God. After the Christmas holidays, we are back in full force. Glory to God. So I want to encourage every one of us to start sharing, start sharing, start sharing. Give me one minute. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we said. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You are all blessed. Nanapuku, you are welcome. God bless you for joining us. This evening, God bless you, Pastor Emilia. God bless you, joining us all the way from Hertfordshire. God richly bless you for joining us. God bless you, Sister Agnes. God bless you for joining us this evening as well. God richly bless you. God bless you. So let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Let's keep sharing. Good to see all of you back online. Hallelujah. After a couple of weeks. Evolving Butterflies, God bless you for joining us online as well. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. It's good to have all of us back online and communicating. Glory to Jesus. So you are all welcome. Everyone of you have joined Michael Johnson, Mama B, Abna, Bianca, Nanapoku, Pastor Emilia, Agnes, everyone that has joined us. God richly bless you for joining us, everyone. So keep sharing, keep sharing. Let's invite everyone that we know. Let them know New Year, everything has begun. <laughs> Glory to God. We're looking forward to see you all. Great things that God has in store for us in our year of the finger of God manifestations. The finger of God manifestations. So God bless you. Expect the finger of God manifestations. What do we mean by finger of God manifestations? 
You mean out of this world manifestations, things that people cannot explain in your business, in your career, in your profession, in your health, in your finances, in every area of your life. We are expecting the prophetic word God has given us is finger of God manifestations. In other churches, it's a supernatural. In other churches, uh, uh, God can and God will. And everything points to God wanting to do some very strange things this year. So we need to position ourselves to be at the center of the center of the center of what he wants to do. So God bless you all. Minister Deborah Johnson, God bless you for joining us as well. God bless you all. So start sharing, start sharing, start sharing, and expect finger of God manifestation. Now, one of the things that God will use to release the supernatural and the finger of God and the supernatural uh, and do great things through us is what we are dealing with tonight on that's on fasting and prayer. Notice most churches begin the new end the new end the old year with fasting and prayer and begin the new year with fasting and prayer, following the protocol and the example of our master Jesus. So we're going to be looking at spiritual growth through fasting and prayer, and we're going to look at spiritual growth through the word of God, spiritual growth through praise and worship, spiritual growth through Various things, righteousness, holiness, uh, tithing, giving, church attendance, service, soul winning. How to grow spiritually? Because you want to see the finger of God. God manifests his spirit through us and for us through certain instructions that he's going to give. One of the key things that Jesus emulated was fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. So we're going to look at spiritual growth or the manifestations of the finger of God through fasting and prayer. How important is fasting and prayer? How important is fasting and prayer? Let's start with um, Matthew chapter 17. Matthew chapter 17 from verse 14. If you want to see um, finger of God manifestations you must write this down. You must develop a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. You grow spiritually through the word, through prayer, through fasting, through practicing certain protocols. Fasting and prayer to see the finger of God in your business, in your career, in your profession. You grow spiritually. One of the ways you grow spiritually and get your spirit to come alive, to walk in the spirit and see the manifestations of the Spirit of God is through fasting and prayer, a lifestyle, a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. You read the lifestyle of Jesus. He began his ministry with fasting and prayer. He continued his ministry with fasting and prayer, all night prayers. Moses saw the bush that was not burning and spent 40 days before God. In fasting and prayer, 40 days, 40 nights, and then the next one, and then the next one. And the supernatural that manifested in Moses' life, the supernatural that manifested in Paul's life, Paul tells us in fastings often, in fastings often, the supernatural that manifested in Jesus' life, in Moses' life, in Paul's life, in Peter's life, in the apostles' life, 
one of the major characteristics and the power behind those finger of God manifestations and the supernatural was a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. It seems to be in certain quarters a lost art, but you know, fasting and prayer must back up your business, must back up your marriage. If you are single, you want to get married. If you are single, you want to succeed in your business. You must adopt fasting and prayer as a lifestyle. There are certain things that don't move except through fasting and prayer. You must fast at least once a week. Once a week, the one that your church declares, and you must declare your own fast for your business, for your career, for your profession. So we're going to look at the power of fasting and prayer, how you grow spiritually through fasting, through a lifestyle. I want you to catch the word, a lifestyle of fasting and prayer, a lifestyle. So it's not something that somebody needs to remind you to do. It must become lifestyle, just like eating, like bathing, like brushing your teeth, like dressing. These are all very important. Fasting and prayer. You cannot grow spiritually. You cannot experience the supernatural. You cannot, you cannot go deeper in the things of God without a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer must become a lifestyle, a lifestyle, a lifestyle. Rometa, you are welcome. Rometa, right? God bless you for joining us. Please keep sharing everyone on the platform. Share, share, share. Let everybody know. The Global School of Wisdom is back in full force. So share it everywhere. Share the link everywhere. All the WhatsApp platforms, Messenger, everywhere. Share it and invite your colleagues and friends and your relatives to come and take their seat and listen to this teaching. As we start the new year, begin with fasting and prayer. What are your plans for this year? What are your goals for this year? You secure all these things through fasting and prayer. Jesus began his ministry by seeking the face of God in fasting and prayer. Moses began his journey through fasting and prayer. Paul, when he was kicked off the donkey for three days, he was fasting and praying. And then Ananias was told, go and pray for him and bring him his full healing because I have a job for him to do. The apostles waited on God, how Paul and Paul and Barnabas were sent forth on their first missionary trip was through their prophets and teachers waiting on God. And then the Spirit of God said, separate me, Paul and Barnabas. You want to succeed in your career, in your business. You must back it up with fasting and prayer. How did I get to know that God had called me to ministry in 1984? It was through three days, those days, three days of dry fasting. No water, no food, no nothing. Three hours already, I was already lanky, but hey, tell you, you have to seek the face of God. <laughs> you need to go on the fast and prayer. That's why I heard the voice of God for the first time. It says, turn your Gideon's Bible to Joshua 1, 8 and read it. That was how I knew the key to success in life. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but thou shalt meditate on it day and night and observe to do according to all that it says therein by so doing. You will make your way prosperous and you shall have good success. So, ladies and gentlemen, you secure the year with fasting and prayer. You start the year with fasting and prayer. You continue the year with fasting and prayer. You sustain the year with fasting and prayer and the word and the other covenant practices from the scriptures. So, spiritual growth through fasting and prayer, securing the hand of God and the finger of God through fasting and prayer. Matthew chapter 17. Verse 14 says, And when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man 
kneeling down to him, saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic. That means he was insane. And so vexed. For oftentimes he falls into the fire, and oftentimes he falls into the water. This was the condition of this particular individual. See how fasting and prayer brought this guy's miracle. This was a person. He said the man came to him and said, have mercy on my son, because he's lunatic. That is insanity. The spirit of insanity has gotten a hold of this gentleman. He's so vexed. For oftentimes he falls into the fire. And oftentimes he falls into the water. That's not normal for somebody to be so vexed to fall into the fire often and to fall into water often. This was a spiritual situation that demanded a spiritual solution. And the spiritual solution which we are about to see at the root of it was fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. Thank you, Rometa. He says, blessed day, Bishop Hudson. Hallelujah. Praise God for his divine wisdom. May he continue to bless you more and more. We say a big amen. God bless you. God bless you, Rometa. So, Lord, have mercy on my son for his lunatic and sore vex. For oftentimes he falls into the fire and into the water. So if you know of a situation like similar to this, what is going to bring total deliverance to this particular individual person is fasting and prayer backed by the word. So he says, and I brought him to your disciples and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long will I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil and he departed out of him. That's the spirit of lunacy that was vexing this person that caused him to fall into the fire and fall into the water that the disciples could not do anything about it. So he says that the child was cured from that very hour. Jesus rebuked the foul spirit behind that condition of lunacy that threw this guy into the water, threw him into the fire. Then came the disciples of Jesus apart and said, why could we not cast this out? Pastor Michael Jr., MHW II. God bless you, Pastor Michael Jr. God bless you for joining us on Instagram. Keep sharing everybody on the platform. Once again, you are all welcome. Keep sharing, keep sharing. Evolving Butterflies and Pastor Michael Jr., on Instagram and all our precious other guests are all on Facebook. Paula, you are welcome. So he says, why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove. And nothing shall be impossible unto you. Then listen to Jesus' final statement. However, everybody say however. Put that word however in the comment box. However, this kind, the spirit of lunacy, that comes from the person to throw himself into water, to throw himself into fire, to suffer vexation of spirit and the spirit of insanity. He said this kind, this kind of situation, goeth not out except by prayer and fasting by prayer and fasting the spirit there are certain foul spirits stubborn spirits negative foul demonic situations that harass people that does not go out except through fasting and prayer 
There's certain situations you and I may be dealing with in our churches or in our community or in our families, historicity, historical situations, stubborn situations, chronic situations, medical stubborn situations, etc., that don't go out except through fasting and through prayer. That's why we must start this year, continue this year, end this year with one of the major tools, which is fasting and prayer. You must go on a fast and prayer every week, at least once a week with your church's program and have a fasting and prayer session for your own dreams and your own career and your family, your dreams, your aspirations should be backed with fasting, personal, personal fasting and prayer. Now write these two words down. There's personal fasting and prayer and there's corporate fasting and prayer. There's personal, write these things down. Take notes. This is a teaching service. So I want you to take notes. Don't go to the kitchen. Don't go to uh, the bathroom. Don't go back and forth. No, take time. Sit down. Get the notes. You can do all that after this. This is a teaching service. You are in church. You are in a classroom. You are in a seminar. You are in a webinar. You are in a Zoom class. You are in a mentorship class. You are receiving your instructions for victory in the whole of 2022. So take your pen, take your notepads, and take notes. Write these two words down. There's personal fast and there's corporate fast. Personal fast is a fast you fast by yourself. Like Moses went on a fast by himself in the presence of God. Jesus went on a personal fast. Paul went on a personal fast. Peter went on a personal fast on a particular day on top of the building where he went into it. It was a personal fasting and prayer session where he went into a trance and saw a sheep's descent full of uh, uh, unclean animals. And Jesus said, take uh, clean up and eat. And he said, no, we don't eat of any unclean because of the Jewish culture. But Jesus said, Never declare unclean what I have declared clean. It was through a fasting and prayer that he went into a trance and saw all this. So you, you need to declare personal fast. And then you need to declare, you need to declare personal fast. And then they are corporate fasting for the church or for your business or for the family that is declared and that you need to carry out. So remember, he said, however, this kind goeth not out except through fasting and prayer. So there are some stubborn situations, certain foul spirits, chronic stubborn situations that don't go out, whether it's your marriage, whether it's getting married, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's with your children, whether it's with your job, whether it's with immigration status, whether it's with your church growth, your business growth, anything in your life that is crawling instead of walking, walking instead of running, running instead of flying, this must all be dealt with through fasting and prayer backed by the word of God and divine instructions. So there's personal fasting and corporate fasting. Personal fast is a fast you declare and carry out by yourself. Your personal fast and prayer about personal things you want to talk to God about. And then we have the corporate fast. Corporate fast. Corporate, like corporate as in corporation, as in business, C-O-R-P-O-R-A-T-E. Ones that are declared by the church. So together, one shall put a thousand to fly, two shall put ten thousand to fly. So make sure you are involved in these two. You are involved in these two at least once a week. Corporate. So these people brought this person brought this uh, person onto Jesus, and Jesus, because Jesus was always fasting. Kenneth Hagin taught us something years ago about living a fasted life. So 
When you live a fasted life, your life is always on a fast. Either you fast breakfast or you fast lunch or you fast dinner. Your life is such that you live a fasted life. So when fastings are declared, it's not something that is difficult for you. So, because Jesus lived a fasted life, prayed all night, half night, midnight, all kinds of prayer, and declared fast all the time. So, when they brought this situation to him, he was already positioned to see the hand of God and the finger of God in this particular situation. So, faith fasting is a sign of faith. Fasting is a sign of humility. You are acknowledging to God that you don't have all the power. You are acknowledging to God that there are certain things that only he can do. So, it's important that you fast for your career, fast for your family, fast and pray. See, when I use the word fast, Prayer must back fast. Fasting alone does not bring answer to prayer. It must be backed by prayer. So faith is not a spare time. Faith is a lifestyle. And one of the works of faith is living, carrying out, living a lifestyle, having a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. So to the believer and to every Christian, faith is not something we pull out of the closet in an emergency or only use when we want something from God. It's our lifestyle, and it's the same as fasting and prayer. You must fast as a lifestyle, just as you breathe, just as you eat, just as you bathe. You must walk by faith, acting on the word of God, which we believe, believing the word of God and acting upon it. One of the instructions from the word is to fast and to pray. And we're going to look at that uh, two scripture where you find Jesus in when you fast and when you pray. So, same with fasting and prayer. Breaking up from where you are to where you must be this year will require fasting and prayer. Remember, fasting is a sign of faith in God and humility. Remember First Corinthians, First Chronicles 4.17, I believe it is, where it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. So fasting requires humility. You acknowledging the fact that you can't do everything on your own. You need the help of God. Fasting is a sign of faith and humility. Complete trust that God is more than able to do what we ask or think. Mama Tina Kofi, God bless you. You are welcome. God bless you for joining us. So, fasting. Breaking up from where you are. You have stubborn situations, certain situations in your life, in your family. I'm telling you, you need to declare a fast to break the hold of the enemy over that situation. Breaking out from where you are to where you must be takes violent faith, violent prayer, backed by fasting and violent praise. Remember Matthew 11, 12. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers. But for the kingdom of heaven to come down, for the kingdom of God to come down, where there's no, there are no tears, no sorrow, like in Revelation 21 verse 4, you need to engage violent faith, violent prayers, violent praise, violent worship. That's why the Bible says you should fight the good fight of faith. It is a fight to possess your possession. He said, fight the good fight of faith that you may lay hold. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on the kind of life, divine life that Jesus came to secure for us. 
You need to fight a good fight of faith to come to a place where there's no sorrow, there are no tears, there are no premature deaths, no COVID, no Omicron affecting your mortal body, no chronic diseases ravaging your entire body. You need to engage in fasting and prayer. Mysterious may not understand, but ladies and gentlemen, it works. It works. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 10, 4 to 6, it said, casting down imagination, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations. Fasting and prayer must back casting down imaginations of men, evil plottings of men, casting down imaginations. And every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God in your life. Pulling down strongholds, pulling down strongholds, pulling down strongholds, pulling down strongholds, and taking captivity captive and bringing into captivity everything that has taken you captive. Ladies and gentlemen, fasting and prayer. We must use the spiritual weapons. Listen, you must use spiritual weapons, not gloves. Not crying, not weeping, not complaining. No, the sword of the spirit. Hebrews 4:12. He said, The word of God is the sword of the is the sword. The word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. And then Ephesians says the word of God is the sword of the spirit. So fasting and prayer coupled with the word of God, the sword of the spirit, reminding God of his promises and what he has said. Certain things don't come out and certain things don't go in except through fasting and prayer. Remember Jesus himself, who is our master. Jesus fasted and prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. Guess the first visitor he had. Guess the first visitor he had. Guess the first visitor he had. That's Satan. And Satan tempted him in three ways. Turn these stones into bread. Throw yourself off a cliff. Bow down and worship me. First visitor after fasting and prayer. But Jesus had the sword of the spirit and said, It is written, it is written, it is written. He had been made, he had been he had formidalized himself, made formidable through fasting and prayer. So he was able to ward off the enemy. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't fast and pray, you will not win the battles of life to be able to become all you're supposed to be this year and the next. Fasting and prayer from this time must become a lifestyle to you and I. It's a neglected art and neglected science, especially in the Western world, where we've all become, or most people have become very comfortable. You cannot survive this Christian life and achieve great things in the spirit if you don't adopt fasting and prayer as a lifestyle, as a lifestyle, as a lifestyle. Life is a battlefield, not the play field. Life is a battleground, not a playground. Life is a warfare, not a funfair. He said, taking the shield of faith, Ephesians chapter 6, 10 to 18. Taking the shield of faith to quench every fiery darts. Darts have been thrown at us all the time. Darts have been thrown at us. Pestilence by arrow by day, pestilence by night. Darts have been thrown at our marriages. Darts have been thrown at our churches. Darts have been thrown at our families. Darts have been thrown at our dreams. He said, take on the shield of faith and quench every fiery dart of the enemy. And take the sword of the spirit. 
These are all weapons. These are all weapons. These are not ice cream. These are weapons. 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 Take on the shield of faith to quench every fiery darts of the enemy and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray all manner of prayer. Not one type of prayer. There are different kinds of prayers for different kinds of situations, just as there are different uh, ingredients for different kinds of foods that you want to prepare. There are different kinds of prayer. You must know which prayer to pray for each particular season. Jesus said, this kind does not go out except through fasting and prayer. Ladies and gentlemen, we must take back on the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the sword of the spirit, praying all manner of prayer for the saints. Remember, the agenda of the enemy has not changed. His job description has not changed. It's still the same. John 10, 10. The thief cometh not. Look at his name, a thief, to steal your joy, to steal your joy, to steal your peace, to steal your dreams. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, to destroy. He wants you dead. He wants your dream dead. He wants to kill every Christian, to steal from every Christian, to destroy every Christian, not just preachers. So, it's important that we learn the art of fasting and prayer. Satan's intention is to kill, to steal, to destroy. He killed Jesus. He killed Paul. He killed James. He killed Stephen. He martyred Christians. And he's out to steal, to kill, to destroy. One of the weapons you use to stay awake, to fulfill God's destiny for your life, and to grow spiritually is fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer. I like what Bishop Oedipo says. This is not a season to be eating with ten fingers. This is not the season to be eating with ten fingers. I know we said it's the finger of God here, but this is not your ten fingers, all of it in the bowl 24-7. This is not the time to be eating with ten fingers. <laughs> this is a time to declare fast at least twice a week twice a week in our church Friday fasting and prayer we must take it back on and make sure we adhere to it to grow our churches to grow our departments to grow our spiritual lives to grow our families to grow our careers to grow our boldness fasting and prayer we need to take it back we need to take it back if we have put it on the back, the back banner or the shelf. When Paul finished his Christian race, he said, I have fought a good fight. 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 I have finished my course. It's a fight. We have to contend for the faith. He said, will he find faith on earth when he returns? It is a fight. And one of the things that helps us sustain our spiritual life and become everything we're supposed to be is fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. Fasting and prayer. So get yourself ready. If you're a member of House of Judah, Fridays, let's get ourselves ready. Start, start uh, preparing your mind. Start preparing your body. Slow down the, the kinds of food that you eat, the, the, the amount that you eat, the portion that you eat, and get your stomach and your mind and your body ready to fast and pray for kingdom advancement, church growth, 
and greater spiritual things to see the finger of God on Fridays. If your church fasts on Wednesdays or Tuesdays or Thursdays, and those that are engaged in 21 days of fasting, I encourage every one of you to get involved. Get involved. It will build your spiritual. Every time you are fasting, you are not fasting for God. You are not fasting for God. You are not fasting for God. You are not doing God a favor. You are not doing your church a favor. You are doing yourself a favor. You are doing yourself a favor. So let's get back to fasting and prayer as a lifestyle, not a duty, not an obligation, but a lifestyle to benefit you and to grow you spiritually and to get some of those stubborn situations out of the way I'm telling you this thing is going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. So things to note about fasting and prayer, write these points down. Write these points down. Things you need to know. I've laid the foundation. Now let's look at things we need to note about fasting. And then we're going to also look at benefits. We're going to be dealing with this this week. And then next week, especially this whole month of January, where it's a month of fasting and prayer for most churches. And I want to encourage every one of you to fast and pray for your church's growth, your church's expansion, your church's enlargement, fellow for fellow Christians who are going through difficult situations, remember them and also intercede and pray for sinners to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus, especially in this climate, as we can see across the nations of the earth, COVID ravaging everywhere. And I mean, political upheavals and everything going on all over the place. It's important that we revive fasting and prayer. We revive fasting and prayer. We revive fasting and prayer. If you have gone cold or lukewarm in the area of fasting and prayer, start this year with fasting and prayer and continue. You know what are the funny things about uh, Christians sometimes? We start the year so hot. I'm very excited about the new year and we are fasting and, you know, Somewhere along the line, I use a funny word with the gas. No, no, no. This must continue. <laughs> Pastor Jay, you are welcome. This must continue. This must continue. The mountainous portions of food must be reduced to heels. <laughs> That's a good one for me. Hallelujah. So things to note about fasting and prayer. We're looking at spiritual growth through fasting and prayer. Experiencing the supernatural experiencing the finger of God this year through fasting and prayer as a discipline, as a discipline and as a lifestyle. Fasting and prayer to back up your career, back up your business, back up your church, back up your department that is failing on your job, in your business, in your church, your department that is failing, your business that is failing, your health that is failing, your finances that is failing. You need to, buy, if you are a tither and a giver and things are not working the way you should, you must back it up with fasting and prayer. But don't back anything up. You, you back up fasting and prayer in your finances. After you are tithing, you are giving, you are working hard and smart. If you are not tithing, you are not giving nothing. There's nothing to back up because you have violated the principle. Because prayer, prayer and fasting does not bring money. It is working hard, working smart, creativity, innovation, plus fasting, plus, plus tithing and offerings. So make sure you have that. Don't, don't rob Peter to pay Paul. Don't use prayer as a substitute to obey God. We don't use fasting and prayer as a substitute to obedience. No. What you need to do, you need to do. And then add fasting and prayer as a major support. Glory to God. So 
We must start well. We must carry on well. And we must finish on. We must finish well in our prayers and fasting. So start the year with fasting and prayer and continue. 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 Nothing to back up with no works. If you are not engaged in the works, the works, the works, there's nothing that is backing up anything. Is the, the works that you are engaged in, like tithing, offering, giving, creativity, working arts, working smart, reading, studying, mentorship, duty, uh, submitting to leadership, church attendance, and all those things backed up with fasting and prayer. So fasting and prayer backs up the works, their activities, the actions, the covenant practices. So don't let's not confuse the two. Ah, I'm going to fast. Ah, I won't tithe. I won't give. I won't go to church. I, I won't. I won't uh, uh, serve. No, no, no. All of it. You need. It's a juggling thing. You know. You don't. When you wake up in the morning, you don't say, "I won't brush my teeth. I won't bath. I won't dress up. I won't go to work, but I'll fast." 365 days a year. No, it doesn't work that way. So, these are support. Support two. So, things to look about fasting as we begin to round up for today and then we'll continue. Uh, this Friday, we're going to be engaged in serious warfare prayer. So, don't miss it. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. And next Wednesday, we're going to continue the teaching on spiritual growth through fasting and prayer. So, number one, Prayer and fasting is not an option for the Christian. Please write that down. Prayer and fasting is not an option for the Christian. Even Muslims, prayer and fasting is not an option for Muslims, for Jews. Two major things, three major things that Jews do. They pray and they fast. Pray three times a day. Muslims pray five times a day. Hmm? They tithe. Jews type, give, work hard, work smart, very creative, you know, have great business mindsets. They don't play with prayer. They don't play with the Torah. They don't play with the word of God. These are all very, very important things. So don't use prayer and fasting as a substitute. You must do the word and back it up with fasting and prayer. So Write this down. Prayer and fasting is not an option for the Christian. It's not if, it is when. That's why there are days that are set aside for fasting and prayer in churches. You're committed to your church. Find the days that the church fasts and fast. Don't eat when you should be fasting. Don't be independent and passive and critical and, and suffer from deception and eventually become political, and then become, and then exercise open rebellion. The days your church is fasting, fast. If you believe that, that's the church for you. Be part of it so that the blessing that is coming on the church comes upon you. So be engaged in kingdom advancement prayer. Be more mindful of praying for the kingdom to come down in your church, in your city, and for sinners to be saved and members to be established than your personal, you know, deal with the spiritual affairs. And I'm telling you, you'll be amazed. I was telling my daughter-in-law, Matthew chapter 6, Jesus said, if I take care of the, the, the sparrows, the birds of the air, they don't fast, they don't pray. I take care of them. I feed them. I clothe them. I do everything for them. He says, if I take care of the sparrows, I take care of the birds of the air, how much more you? Then he tells you the key. Seek first the kingdom of God. <laughs> 
That's been my slogan for years since 1992, when God told me, if you take care of my business, I'll take care of your business. It is a contract, it's a covenant. You take care of my business, I'll take care of your business. So just pursue the things of God. And that includes praying kingdom advancement prayers, that the kingdom will expand, your church will grow, your church will expand, souls will be saved, members will be established and grow. The more you pray these prayers, you grow spiritually, backing it up with fasting and prayer. So, number one, prayer and fasting is not an option for the Christian. Fasting and prayer is and must be a lifestyle for every believer. They go hand in hand, fasting and prayer. Jesus said to the disciples in Luke eleven twelve, when ye pray, not if ye pray, when ye pray, that's, that means there are allocated times for prayer. It's not if you pray. It's not a preposition. When you pray, Matthew chapter uh, 6, for all these things that the Gentiles seek for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God in your prayer. Seek first the kingdom of God. Pray your kingdom come. Seek first the kingdom of God's righteousness and all these things that the Gentiles keep looking for and chasing after will be added unto you. So, Luke 11 12. When ye pray, not if ye pray, when ye pray, say, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So it's when you pray. When you pray. So prayer is not an if. Should I pray or shouldn't I pray? No, <laughs> no. When ye pray, read your Bible, pray every day, and then add fasting to the prayers. When you pray. So prayer is a when. It's a question of when you pray, not if you pray. You must pray as a believer. You must pray as a Christian. You must pray. You must pray. You must pray. And we are telling you the reinforcement because certain things don't move until you pray. You need to add fasting to them. So prayer should, should be the kindergarten, the nursery. You must pray every day. But in order to move things and grow spiritually and become, I'm telling you where a demon see and say, Jesus, I know, Paul, I know, and not say, but who are you? No, they should say, I know you. I know you in the realms of the heavens. I know you in, on the, in the sea. I know you under the sea. I know you on land. I know you everywhere. So it comes by a lifestyle of fasting and prayer. As he was praying in a certain place, when he sees one of the disciples said, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. So prayer must be taught. We can't take for granted that Christians know about prayer and, and, and can pray and can pray well. No, it has to be taught. You must fast. You must pray. And he said unto them, when you pray, see our Father who art in heaven, give them the guideline. Start by thanking God. Our Father who art in heaven, there's a protocol. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Praise him first, then declare thy kingdom come. The way things are in heaven, let it come down here on earth. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He said, when ye pray, not if you pray. And then in Matthew 6, 16, so we looked at two scriptures. Luke 12, Luke 11, 12. When ye pray, say this. Then Mark, Matthew 6, 16. When ye fast. I hope you're all getting it on Instagram, on YouTube, and on Facebook. 
You need to pray and you need to start adding fasting. You cannot be eating with 10 fingers this year. This year is not a year of eating with 10 fingers. All the fingers are inside the food. No, 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 no. You must give some of your fingers a break. When ye fast, did you see that? When ye fast, there are certain things that will not come and certain things that will not go except you add fasting to the prayer. So if we are not praying, as for that one, it says, yes, we are already finished. So we need to add fasting to the prayer. God does not answer fasting. Write that down. God does not answer fasting. God answers word-based prayers backed by fasting. God does not answer fasting. God answers word-based intelligent prayer tongue praying in tongue backed by fasting when ye pray when ye fast not if ye pray if ye fast no we are getting back to see the finger of god manifestation is showing us what we need to do what we need to get back to what we need to improve god does not answer fasting god answers word based prayers backed by fasting. If you are fasting and you are not praying, you are just starving or postponing your eating. Fasting must be backed by prayers. God does not answer fasting. God answers fasting backed by word-based prayers. Never go into prayer without the word of God supporting what you're praying in this series i'll be teaching probably on sunday i'll be teaching on the uh, steps things you need to put in place things you need to put in place when you are fasting and pray steps you need things you need to put in place step by step why are you fasting what is the target what are you intending to do and i'm going to recommend my book um how to pray for your church and your pastor how to pray for your church why you must pray for your church and how you must pray for your church. And that includes how to pray, what you need to know before you start praying, how to expect answers to your prayers, scriptures that back prayers that God answers. So it's when you pray and when you fast. Luke eleven twelve, 12, Matthew 6, 16. See? The Bible says, he that walketh from the place of understanding shall remain in the congregation of the dead. We need to understand prayer. We need to understand fasting. We need to understand these things to be able to see the unusual, the miraculous, the supernatural. I mean, when you understand these things, you must, you must, you, you, you know, when I started this year knowing this shall be our year. Of the finger of God manifestation. I'm telling you, it's going to happen like. And it's not just going to happen because we are saying it. It's because we have understanding and principles and covenant practices that we know. Once we are putting them in place, it's just a question of when, not if. It will happen like before our eyes. It doesn't matter who doesn't believe it. It doesn't matter. When, as long as we believe it and we are doing what we must do, we will see it manifest right before our eyes. God, I repeat, God does not answer fasting. 
God answers word-based prayers. I recommend this book to you. Go online, houseofjuda.org.uk and get this book. Talk, tells you about prerequisites to prayer, how to pray the word of God, how to pray the Pauline prayers, how to pray over your tithes and offering before you present them. 101 prayer, word-based prayers you must confess over your life and over your church. And it's got a 24-hour prayer chain. We must pray for our churches to grow and to increase and how to grow spiritually, personally. Go to houseofjuda.org.uk and order why you must pray and how you must pray for your church and your pastor. Every time you're praying for your church and for the kingdom and for your pastors, you're investing in your future. You're investing in your spiritual growth. I'm telling you, and God can trust you with greater things. There are general things that God uses people for. But in this year, God wants to use us to do specific things. Don't remain in the general realm. General realm. General realm. Where God uses to do general things. No. When you are faithful in the general realm, then God begins to give you specific instruction. And this comes through intimacy with God, spending time with him in fasting. And you don't need encouragement to fast and pray. You need to start Fasting, add that to your diet and to your menu and to your schedule. Fasting and prayer once a week. Once is for your ministry, for your church, and one for your personal life. And you determine the times based on your schedule and what works for you. Remember, when you pray for your church and your pastors, you are investing in yourself. Let me finish today. God does not answer fasting. God answers word-based prayers backed by fasting. When you pray, when you fast, you are more sensitive in your weak state when you are fasting as well as praying. Then number two, every time you hear the word fasting, you will also find the word prayer. Write that down. Every time you see the word fasting in the Bible, you will always find the word prayer as well. You can't fast without praying the word. You can't fast without praying the word. In Acts chapter 13, as the prophets and teachers were praying, the Holy Spirit said, separate me, Paul and Barnabas, for the work that I've got for them to do. Every time you find the word fasting, you will find the word prayer. Fasting and prayer Makes you more sensitive to the things of God. Remember the title of the message is spiritual growth or growing spiritually through fasting and prayer. There are certain battles that we all deal with either individually or corporately. It's fasting and prayer that will give us victory in those areas. Whether it's anger or jealousy or the what people call the major, major sins. Ladies and gentlemen, fasting and prayer. Helps you to become more sensitive to the things of God. Gives you power. You know, Bible says Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Luke chapter 4 verse 4. He returned. He went into the Spirit. He went into fasting and prayer. And returned in the power of the Spirit. Peter who denied Jesus several times. Came on the day of Pentecost. After 50 days of fasting and prayer. In the upper room. 50 days of fasting. All of them. 120 of them. The man who denied Jesus three times preached, preached just one message and 3,000 people gave their life to Christ. That was the power of fasting and prayer. That's the power of fasting and prayer. That's the power of fasting and prayer. 
Israel was supposed to be in Babylon, uh, uh, Babylon for 70 years. Then Daniel came across the prophecy and decided, I'm going to reduce these 70 years to 68 years. Daniel's fasting and prayer based on the word, based on the word, based on the word, based on prophecy. He reduced the number of years of captivity to 68 years. This, ladies and gentlemen, that's what we're saying. What is the word of God say? That's why you need to get this book. You need to know, you need to get that book, recommended book, how to pray for your church and your pastor. He reduced the number of years you're supposed to be in slavery or captivity or immigrationlessness or being single or being a single parent or being a widow or whatever situation you find yourself, whether you are married and you find yourself in prison. Those number of years can be cut into two by fasting and prayer because there are certain things Jesus said that do not go out except through fasting and prayer. Let me close with this statement. You can never have power with God or walk in the spiritual or spiritual authority unless you have a consistent fasting and prayer life based on the word of God. You can never have power with God. You need power with God to see finger of God manifestations, to see God can and God will, to see the supernatural, to see out of this world experiences you need a consistent fasting and prayer life. Consistent fasting and prayer life. Consistent fasting and prayer life. Stretch your hands towards the screen. Father, thank you for this word that we have received. Everyone watching on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Everyone will be watching later on through the various platforms. Father, we pray for the spirit of grace and supplication to come upon every single one of us. In any area of our weakness where we have not been fasting and prayer, praying as we should, all of us collectively, individually, Father, we receive the grace, the spirit of grace and supplication, strength to fast and to pray and to wait on the Lord and to see Isaiah 40, 31 become manifest in our life. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Now I pray for everyone on this platform, any stubborn situation that they are facing today by our prayer, by our fasting, by our declaration, by our binding and our loosening, in the name of Jesus and by the blood of the everlasting covenant, I command your freedom in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I command your liberty to flow into fasting and prayer. Every hindrance that has hindered them from a lifestyle of fasting and prayer, we break that hold today now. In the name of Jesus, receive the grace, receive power, receive strength to fast, receive power to pray and to see amazing results this year and to start praying for others, to see breakthroughs and finger of God manifestations, to boost your own faith, to know that this God that we serve answers prayer when we fast, when we pray, and when we stand upon the word. Receive that grace now in Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you are not born again, let me pray with you quickly. Father, thank you for this word. I ask for forgiveness. Forgive me for my sins. I believe you died on the cross. were raised from the dead. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. If you pray that prayer, you've given your life to Jesus. I would like to encourage you to take the details that are scrolling at the bottom of the screen. We are here this Friday, 
6 p.m. to 7 p.m. We'll be back with fasting and prayer. The topic of fasting and prayer. I'll give you examples about fasting and prayer, the results of fasting and prayer. And then we'll be praying together and pray with you to see your finger of God manifest. So come expect that on Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. right here on this platform on Facebook at HOJ City Church. Glory to God. And on Sunday, you can join us on Sunday. We're going to put the details on the screen in our in-person service here in House of Judah. So let's take out our offerings now. Take out your phones. And let's receive our offerings. You are watching on Instagram, watching on Facebook, or watching on YouTube. Take your phones right now. The bank details are on the screen. If you are watching in the UK, to tithe, to give offerings. Uh, remember, we said fasting and prayer backs up the works. Tithe and offering is one of the works. Working is one of the works. Wisdom is one of the works. So tithing and offering opens the windows of heaven for God to give you divine ideas. Then you back it up with fasting and prayer. If it's not coming through, glory to God. So take your phones right now, transfer your tithing, 10% of your income, and give your offerings, generous offerings. The Bible says, he who sows sparingly shall receive sparingly. He who sows bountifully shall receive bountifully. It says, as a man gives, meets and measures in his heart, so shall he receive back. So to tithe, to give your offerings, if you are in the UK, use the Lloyd's Bank details on the screen. Account number 0229455, sort code 3092.45. Take a screenshot of the bank details because I know there are great things that God is going to do in your life through this platform, both online and in our actual services, that you would love to give God more and more and more every week as He's increasing you. So take a screenshot of the bank details because you are going to set up a, bank, a standing order direct debit because the blessings will just be too much that you would want us to continue. You want to be grateful to God and you want to be partners of this ministry to keep blessing our generation and generations yet to come. So take the bank details on the screen uh, and then take a screenshot, set up your direct debit, set up your standing order, your tithe, your offering, your pledges, your partnership seed as you are being blessed. You can also use the uh, website details houseofjuda.org.uk. Click online, giving, and the donate button. You want to use the PayPal link, you can also use the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash Michael Hattonwood Ministries. Glory to God. Or if you're watching from outside the country, you can use the IBAN details. So the details are on the screen. Father, bless everyone that is giving. Bless them indeed and love their course. Let your right hand be strong and mighty upon them. Deliver them from every form of evil that they will not cause pain. Thank you, Father, for the privilege to give in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Welcome you to join us this Friday. The whole of this year, our theme is Finger of God Manifestations. Finger of God. I tell you, eh, Egypt looked at what was happening in their country and they said, this is the finger of God. We're going to see the finger of God, things that are going to be attributable only to the finger of God and the hand of God. So this Friday, join us this Friday, 6 p.m., 6 p.m., 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. right here on this platform. Glory to God. 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. We're going to have our online warfare prayer. So join us this Friday, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. This Saturday, 
we resume lunch hour with high achievers 12 noon to 1 p.m it's going to be awesome i'm preaching on the subject change change how the power of change i tell you things are going to happen in your life this year and then sunday both online and in our actual service in the heart of croydon is going to be awesome where we're teaching on the battle for your future and engaging the finger of god the finger of god glory to god so we look forward to see you this friday join us share this message everywhere on all the social media platforms share and invite as many people as you can and we look forward to see you all this friday 6 p.m hallelujah once again god bless you all for joining us today share the message everywhere God richly bless you. Have a wonderful evening until we meet on Friday. Hallelujah. God bless you all for joining us. God bless you.